Hello, and welcome to Academy Outcasts. I'm your host, Morgan Spatola. I'm your co-host, Thomas Jernigan. Hey, Thomas. Hey, Morgan. It's your birthday. (laughs) It's not my birthday. Hey, Morgan. It's your birthday. Did you ever hear that song? It was like a a tape that they, but they like sold, like, you know, in Disneyland when they have the keychains with everybody's names on it. Oh, and then they they record it on the tape. So they record it on the tape Mm. and then, you know, they fill in the blank. And so. Familiar with it, but I've never received such a thing. Because I have such a lame, white, pasty boy name, uh, like Thomas, which I, I've gone on record. I don't know on here, but with you at least and with a lot of other people. Uh, I don't like my name. Well, I just don't. And it's a good name. I, I mean, I. Uh, it just sounds like a like a, a wussy name. Like everybody that I've known named Thomas, especially the pretentious people who insist on going by Thomas and not Tom, like, like I do. Um, <laughs> they're just lamos, bro. Okay. Just, just well, absolute lamos. I don't have an intro prepared, so I guess we're just dunking on your name. So, it, but it was my birthday recently. Well, when when it, it was, was recorded, I know, and you. You posted on my Facebook. I did. That was nice. Like all good friends should publicly show birthday affection exactly. for other friends. Exactly. So um, are we doing a birthday episode? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a birthday episode. It's going to take place around. You know what? You know, you have Christmas movies. You have Valentine's Day movies. You have a lot of movies around holidays. You don't really have any birthday movies. Like what's a birthday movie? There's probably like... The first thing that came to mind when you said that is like a Barbie. You know, like how there's like those line of Barbie movies. They're like oh, 3D animated. Okay, yeah. Like I just bet that there's like Barbie's birthday. Yeah. You know, like I okay. bet that's a thing. But that's like, it. You that's know, all I got though. Not a terrible like, you know, straight to video type thing. Oh, no. I'm sure that they put that in, in theaters. So. Oh, did they? Oh, oh yeah, yikes. of course. Okay. This movie that I made up oh. it was definitely in theaters. So this is a podcast where we talk about movies. Yep. And... You, every other week, give me a list, and I, every other week, say whether or not I've seen the movies on the list. So, yes, uh, you listen to me talk at you about movies. <laughs> Basically. But yep. then, in the second half, you listen to me talk at you about the movie we watched. So, we, so. B- we both have talking ads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay, here, here let's, let's, let's dive into this list. All right, so, first one on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw this when I was seven. It was automatically a nickname for me. Hey, nicknames. See, another segue. A man knows. A man knows. <laughs> anyway. Um, and and it, was a, it was a comedy. Um, and it included the late and great Chris Farley. Um, this is probably one of the funniest movies ever made. And a good movie. It's not stupid funny. We're just like, you know, it, it actually has some substance to it and it's a it's a it's a really good movie and this is this is i mean almost like brings tears because it it's such a childhood movie it's such a great movie tommy boy this has been on the list before and i still don't remember anything about it but i think this is when i learned who chris farley was anyway next episode cool no or next i'm sorry um um what are we doing movies yeah there you go um (laughs) so sophia coppola Obviously, when you're the daughter of Francis Ford Coppola, who is the famous winemaker, wine of course, that's what he's known for, is his <laughs> wine, nothing else. Not the godfather of Apocalypse Now. I know, right? Really good wine, though. Yeah, decent wine. Yeah, yeah I like his wine. But anyway, so, uh, <laughs> Sophia Coppola. <laughs> We're talking about Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, Sophia Coppola, um, she made, her first uh, film was about 
the Suicide uh, Diaries. She graduated from the Suicide Diaries um, to Lost in Translation. Have you heard of it? Yes. Yes. Bill Murray. Scarlett Johansson. In Tokyo. Okay. And so, anyway, uh, Bill Murray, first time you really saw him in a serious role, um, and, uh, you know, while also keeping a bit of his, you know, comedic genius, uh, first time you saw him in a while, too. Third one. Next. Charlie Wilson's War. Um, it's about... I remember when it came out, but I don't remember what it's about. So it's about um, Tom Hanks. Yes. A Republican congressman from Texas. He uh, helped arm... The Afghanis during the 1980 war between Afghanistan and the Soviet Union. Oh, that's interesting. It is interesting. Uh, based off a true story, and he, you know, was a drug addict. He was a womanizer. He did all this, you know, crazy stuff. And uh, nobody really expected him to kind of stand up and do what he did. Okay. Um, I don't know what I was thinking on this next uh, uh, movie, but um, Indiana Jones, any one of them. And that's how I wrote it out. <laughs> so, I don't know. Just take your pick. <laughs> I've actually seen Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Oh, God. Yeah, no. I know. But I have. I've seen The Hobbit before seeing Lord of the Rings. I've <laughs> no. like seen the Star Wars prequels before like Empire Strikes Back. And I think that for me, for Indiana Jones, it's going to be a bit of a Star Wars situation where it's like I've seen enough of it and it's been injected into like the collective consciousness Good. that... I probably would already know what was going on, but I have I seen it? I can't say if I've seen any of them. Then on that note, I'll give you my favorite Indiana Jones. Harrison Ford is a sexy schmexy man, though. I think my favorite Indiana Jones is, uh, and I'm sure I'll piss a lot of people off by saying this, but um, The Last Crusade. Um, it's the newer one that... Which one is the one where he kills the Nazis? One and three, and The Last Crusade is three. Cool. Last one, I'm not too excited about um, I don't know why I put it on the list, but uh, okay. Super 8. Oh, that's Steven Spielberg, isn't it? It's not, but it's very oh. Spielberg-esque. Oh, okay. That's the one where there's like something in the train. Yeah. Okay. First one. Tommy Boy. Second one. Lost in Translation. Third one. Charlie Wilson's War. Fourth one. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Fifth one. Super 8. I'm between Tommy Boy or Indiana Jones. Thank you so much, because those are my two favorite. Okay. And I both own those, whereas Charlie the Wilson's ones War, have to rent. Super 8, and Lost in Translation, <laughs> I have to spend money on. So um, um, that's good that you said that. Hmm. So do you want comedy or action-adventure? Which one is like more shocking that I haven't seen? I mean, the fact that you haven't seen Indiana Jones. I want you to see Tommy Boy, but the fact that you haven't seen Indiana Jones is probably more shocking. You want to go with Indiana Jones? Okay. Let's do Indiana Jones. And it's got Sean Connery in it. Any of them. Well. Any of the Indiana Joneses. We'll do Last Crusade. I already did my Sean Connery in me. Um, it's pretty good. Yeah, And so. uh, we'll try Tommy Boy on another list at another time. Totes. All right. Go goats. Let's go watch. We're about to complete a great quest. The Holy Grail, Dr. Jones. Oh, rats. <laughs> this is it. Look, the shield is the second marker. We found it. Indiana Jones is on the quest of a lifetime. But for some adventures, 
One Jones is not enough. Dad? Junior? Don't call me that, please. Follow me! I know the way! Ah! A race across three continents. And in this sort of race, there's no silver medal for finishing second. Hang on, Dad! We're going in! Into the homeland of the enemy. Nazis. I hate these guys. Our situation has not improved. In his search for the Holy Grail. How dare you kiss me? Are you crazy? Don't go between them! Go between them! Are you crazy? Where's my father? In the belly of that steel beast. Dad! Junior! You call this archaeology? The quest for the grail is not archaeology. It's a race against evil. Germany has declared war on the Jones boys. Those people are trying to kill us. I know, Dad! That's a new experience for me. Happens to me all the time. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Have the adventure of your life. Keeping up with the Joneses. We are back and welcome to the box office. We are back in action taking your tickets and just hating our jobs as people who take tickets for money. I bet it's probably pretty great because you get free popcorn. Anyway, this week on the box office, I would like to talk to you about Blue Apron. Uh, Blue Apron, choose from a variety of chef-designed step-by-step recipes every week and get fresh seasonal ingredients delivered right to your door. Enjoy delicious, unforgettable meals cooked from scratch. Blue Apron's uniquely integrated model means better ingredients, better pricing, and a better planet for us all. Papa John's. Nope. Blue Apron. So go to bit.ly forward slash SN Apron 30, that's Snapron 30, to get $30 off your first order of Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Snapron? Isn't that a Harry Potter character? Yep, his name was Professor Snapron. Uh, what are you going to tell me about? Well, uh, J.K. Rowling, J.K. Hooling. Uh, I'm going to talk about. <laughs> okay. I'm going to talk about R.L. Stein. Ooh, the real. A better young adult Ar- Arthur. Arthur. Author. Author. Ar- Arthur's a good young adult character too. No, that's like a children's character. Whatever. Anyway. Okay. So I'm so glad that I actually have text in front of me because it makes it a lot easier uh, than memorizing. But yes, Masterclass, we have R.L. Stein. Award-winning novelist R.L. Stein wrote jokes and funny stories for 20 years before he switched gears and became a horror writing legend. Since then, the author (laughs) of the Goosebump movies, or I'm sorry, (laughs) let me try that again. Since then, the author of, of Goosebumps and Fear Street series has sold more than 400 million copies. In his first ever online class, Bob takes the fear out of fiction writing. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you'll learn new ways to conquer writer's block, develop plots, and build nail-biting suspenses that will thrill the young readers. The Masterclass features 28 unique lessons, a workbook, and even office hours where you can upload videos to ask questions of the class. And R.L. Stein himself will answer some of the hot 
button issues. HTTP colon backslash bit dot ly backslash rlscav or just bit dot ly backslash rlscav. All right, so we just watched Indiana Jones yes. and The Last Crusade. Yes. Cool. It was supposed to be The Last Crusade, but they made a fourth one that was just absolute dog shit. No, I don't think The Last Crusade was, like, referring to his adventure. I think The Last Crusade It had was... nothing to do with the Crusades. Yes, it did, because in the Crusades... it had nothing to do with Christianity, or... <laughs> the Holy Grail! The Holy Grail, or Christianity, or anything. No, it did. They were looking for the Holy Grail, which oh. was found during the Crusades. I guess I wasn't paying attention. Shh. I thought you saw this movie before. <laughs> no, yes, it did. Okay, so it was pretty heavy on that. And uh, you know what? I love John Williams, but and this was probably not up to him, but his light motif of the every single time you mentioned the the uh, uh, cup of the, the Holy Grail or the Holy Grail, um, it played that. It was a little bit too much. Mm, I see. Too much. So what happened? So this is the third movie in a series of movies. Yes. So we meet Indiana Jones, who we don't already know. And for some reason, as a child, yes. he's rescuing a sacred Holy Cross, which yes. what does that have to do with anything? And then he um then it shows like fast forward 20 years later he's been looking his whole life for this cross and he finds it on a boat in portugal and he steals it and then he takes it back to his university and the guy's like you've been looking your whole life for this and he's like yep bye yep, and anyway that's it let's now, go do something else now next to the <laughs> on to the next mission and next adventure anyway so yeah. then he gets employed by a dude um, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. What? So much was in that beginning scene. You saw young Indiana Jones, which I guess if Last Crusade was your first full, you know, ride, I'll 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 phrase it as ride. Okay. Um, as no reference to the Disneyland ride, but but yes, first ride with uh, Indiana Jones, and you saw him come to life. Yeah. You, you saw why he's afraid of snakes, how he has that scar. Uh, a lot of other things. Um, did you like that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad that was good for you, as it was good for me. No, actually, no. That was a nice thing because I haven't seen the other movies, and so it actually yeah. was like, here's this character. Mm -hmm. But I was annoyed with the fact that it was like I've spent my whole life looking for this cross. It was a little heavy-handed. All done now, yeah, and yeah. I'm gonna go do something else instead. <laughs> and here you go. Yeah, yeah. And then, like that was it. So. so yeah, and then we quickly got thrown into this Holy Grail search. Yeah. So basically, he gets hired by this guy. He's like, my head researcher's gone missing we were looking for the holy grail and now i need you to find the researcher and the grail and he's but like wait it's a steven spielberg george lucas john williams film and it's your dad so let's go center around your dad he stole my thunder oh. he stole my big reveal okay well you know i mean so yeah so the head researcher turns out it was indy's dad oh look at you indies so That's what they called him in the movie. You're on a nickname basis with Indiana Jones now? You're that familiar <laughs> That's with him? That's what they called him in the movie. You're, you're, I mean, it's just like... Should I call um, him Junior? It's, it, I mean, well, it's like people that call President Obama Barack. You know, do people like, actually do that? Yeah, me and Barack. And be like, okay, is it, are you really on a first name basis with <laughs> so President Obama? So he goes and he meets up with Dr. Schneider... Schneider. Schneider. And she's um, not a Nazi she's whatsoever. super not a the Nazi. The blonde hair, she, blue eyed. Her name is not German. She doesn't have a German accent. She doesn't have platinum blonde hair or blue eyes. And she's not creepy and like just like. She is very 
she doesn't have claws in Indiana Jones. Predatory is the word mm-hmm. I would use. Yes, yeah. So none of that. Definitely not a so Nazi. Obviously, there's no foreshadowing at all. Nope. Um, and so then he, they're looking, they find a tomb that was somehow involved. So Richards. Yep, that guy. And then in the tomb, they found the directions, the Google Maps, if you will, the map quest Good. to find the Holy Grail. Map quest took us on a crazy road. <laughs> <laughs> you remember, like, you remember doing map quests? Like, it used to be oh, like, yeah. oh, how am I going to get there? Oh, just map oh, totally. quest it. And then you print out the instructions. What happened and now we, the map? Did, like, Google, Google probably just it? killed them or yeah, something. Yeah, you know? uh. Anyway. So he found the map quest directions to the Holy Grail. <laughs> And then some other guys pop in and they're like, we're sworn to protect the Holy Grail, yeah. so we're going to kill you. So, okay, their their storyline was so, like, empty. Like, I know, I mean, it could have been really good it really, and it just really was just... More. Maybe it was. Maybe the, the studio was just like, eh, we don't care yeah. about these, these not-white people that, right? <laughs> that were Christian and, and wanted to do all this, you know, stuff. So, I mean, they could have just trashed that, you know. And, yeah. It, and they probably did. They probably did. Yeah, yeah, I think that what ended up maybe not getting cut is what we ended up seeing which was just like why is this even in here so like you need very transparent good versus evil yeah and and this middle ground you know people who are i mean even they had like a tattoo it wasn't even like the conventional like like cross or no but it was the special symbol that was on Uh the the map quest directions (laughs) did you make it like so no i mean the the, the tomb but it wasn't like a christian cross it was like whatever the tomb symbol Uh was so yeah, so that was kind of weird. So, so they, they kind of threw they a wrench in the plans. They showed up once or twice, you know, yeah. and just nothing came And then it. they're like, he's like, where's my father? And he's like, I do know that for some reason. Yeah. Here's where he's at, even though I'm not. My son thing. is ready, Dr. Jones. Like, is yours? I'm not involved in this, mm-hmm. but this is where your dad is. So that was weird. That and he knows that. the exact direction as he's like smugly buttoning up his uh, yeah. uh, uh, Venetian. Venetian? Is that what they call people from Venice? Yes. Venetian, okay. <laughs> anyway, so I'm thinking Phoenicians, which is people us. from Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> That's us here. Yeah. Um, and so then what happens? So then they go to the castle to get Daddy back. Yeah, because the Nazis took his Daddy. Ming Dynasty. I'll never forgive myself. And then um, it's a fake. That was a good part. So I okay, like hang that. on. Let me. I mean, we'll, what we'll, am I missing? <laughs> well, so so we're we're entering the first scene that Sean Connery makes his appearance. I liked him. Now, he was good. did he not steal the show? Yeah. He stole the good. show, and that's so great. So he's not in the other movies. Though. No, no, no. Oh, okay. He's not in anything prior or after. Cool. Um, and, and, but it was so great, because again, I've made this comparison, and I'm sure you're sick of it, but Indiana Jones has to be the equivalency of an American James Bond. No, I like that. He's a badass, but he still goes around making a giant mess and he's loud. And just like Whereas like James Bond is like girls and just sexy. showering and yeah. you know It's like everything. a different kind of manly. That's what that looks like. Well, I they mean, can't see the hand movements, but I like that. Unfortunately this is a podcast and it you're, was you're good, not seeing the hands. But it was good. Which maybe be boobs? I don't know. So I was just imagining women falling. Because if I was a woman above. and I was just like, "Oh, men are coming all away." Oh, hang on, that's not good. Uh, like if men were, <laughs> <laughs> like if men, men were coming. Uh, nope, no, I still can't do it. I sorry. All were, right, forget it. Okay, God, anyway. <laughs> that really got away from me. Yeah, I really did. I anyway, that. anyway, so he's the American James Bond. They meet Hitler. Yeah, we skipped a lot of parts before that happened. All right, all right. No, so Sean Connery is Indiana Jones' dad. Okay. Great. Yeah. He did a great job. He was hilarious and so great. And so there was that. So they rescued Daddy from the castle. 
after some hijinks ensue, and um, and Doctor Schneider, Schneider, who would have guessed, nobody knew. She was a Nazi the whole time. Drop the gun, Dr. Jones! And she betrayed the Joneses. The, 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 meet the Joneses. I never saw it coming. No. So, turns out she was a Nazi. So they escape, and they go to Berlin, because Daddy's like, I gotta get my notebook back. And they're like, okay. So they go, and then like... Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. I gotta I got stop you there. For, so they were in the crossroads. And right, right, right. Venice or, or Berlin. Because their other compatriot who has the map... Brody. Is in Venice. Yes. Yes. Um, and so they were saying, you know, uh, uh, Sean Connery was like, I got to get him. I, I can't even do no. the accent right now. But um, but why I stopped you right now mm-hmm. is because you saw an iconic move that Harrison Ford does in almost every single movie that he is in. And this is his, he, fall back, he falls back on this thing and he does a point. And I know you don't know what I'm talking about. Nope. He does it with every single movie. Star Wars, The Fugitive, every other movie. He always points at you very directly and very intensely. And that's what he did to Sean Connery. And it's his first time, you know, in, in, in this movie that he does that. He's like, he's like, I never understood it, Dad. Never. Neither did Mom. And then Sean Connery says, oh, yes, she did. Only too well. Um, but he had that, that point. Everybody, yeah, I, I, I would hope, I would hope... Uh, I, I, I even like presented. I know, it to but you. I didn't know you meant literally with the oh, finger. Oh, it's, it's, I uh, thought you meant he was making a point. He verbally. literally, yeah, almost every single movie does a point to somebody, and it's so like big. Hmm. It's great. Anyway, he does cool. that to to Princess Leia like twice in, in Star Wars. Like, you want me here because I'm a man and you're a woman, and you obviously want me or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, so. um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you're right. So that was a good good thing to bring up. So they go to Berlin. They confront Dr. Schneider. He takes the um, notebook. Mm-hmm. And then while they're, like, leaving, like, Hitler's walking through the crowd. And everyone's like, Hitler, I want your autograph. And then, like, <laughs> he, so like. Hot. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what they were saying. It was in German, though. So you don't know, like. Do you think Hitler was, like, a sex symbol? No. No, no, no. There's no way. People don't usually think politicians are sex symbols. That you got to think about it that way. Even though Obama had a nice heart. Well, yeah, he's he like the youngest body. president we've ever had. And like Hillary Clinton Kennedy, back in the so. day, she was a cutie. Elizabeth Warren back in the day with those Pocahontas cheeks. I got to take hot. that out of the podcast. Don't do that. Anyway, so. Um, Liberal propaganda. Right <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So everyone's like, Hitler, I want your autograph. And then uh, the Joneses are like trying like to avoid this and all of a sudden indiana jones comes face to face with hitler and there's like this tense moment where you expect hitler to be like you're indiana jones <laughs> but he doesn't fucking know what yeah. is like he's, he's got so many things going on like yeah. he doesn't know about this one little thing he has going on all the jews on his mind there's just so much stuff kill, i know just like know. two he's a busy man okay? he's, he's busy. so and uh indiana jones is holding the notebook hitler takes the notebook and then you're still expecting him to be like i've got the notebook back you idiot <laughs> you know I'll and the holy like, grail but no you're yeah and it. then and he takes it and he signs Adolf Hitler. What do they do next? Uh, so they they got because they went to the book burning event mm-hmm. just so that Indiana Jones could steal the book back from uh, Doctor Schneider. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now they have the book. So they're, so they're going to find their friend Brody. The, the, yeah, and then and then they meet up with them and then they find uh, the crescent moon. Desert Canyon, which was an important part. They, they start in Alexandria, and that's that's where the start is. And then they make their way, but people get kidnapped. Correct. 
I don't know. Who gets kidnapped? Shoot. Now I forget what happened. Like, this is some, like a minor plot point of the movie, but for some reason I'm stuck on well, it. Okay, hang on. No, I guess. So, so there's a fight in the desert. But yeah, I mean, obviously has a huge audience. Like people, people like, transfer custody of other people multiple times. We'll just go with that. Okay, but at some point they're in the desert and there's like a big scene with a tank. After that, we're just going to okay. skip it. We're gonna After skip that, it. Okay. nothing important happens. Okay, they're just fighting. Sure. Um, after that, they're at the special secret temple. Yes, in Jordan. That we found out in real life is in Jordan. Yeah. Um, but in not real life, it was somewhere else in a desert. Mm-hmm. It could have been in Jordan in the movie. They didn't really say, yeah. so who knows. Um, and then they're like, this is where the Holy Grail's at. And then they're like, Indiana, you gotta find it. And he's like, I'm not gonna find it. And he's like, well, I'm gonna shoot your dad. <laughs> and so that's what happened. Yep, that's what happened. And he shot his dad. And he's like, what about now, bitch? And then Indiana Fine, Jones I'm gonna like, shoot your dad, alright? What do you think about that? That's literally what he said. <laughs> and so then Indiana Jones is like, well, guess I've gotta go. <laughs> My hands are tied. Yeah, like, you, you got me. I so mean. I'm just, alright, let's do it. So then he solves a series of Biblical riddles, if you yep. will. The penitent man. Yep. Wait, did, did did the penitent man pass, or did the penitent man not pass? The penitent man passes because he kneels before God. And I was screaming at the entire time. Just duck! Then he gets to the end of the series of challenges, and he meets a very old man. Uh, yeah, very old man. A very old man. From, like, the, the 1100s. Who's like, please kill me and put me out of my misery. And he's like, no. I think he kind of faked it. I think he was just kind of like, eh. Yeah, because he wanted to die. I know. It's just like. Just and like, everyone hey. was like, we don't have time for you, old man. He's like, well, nobody cares. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Nobody cares. I mean, like, you're old. You chose this. All right. Don't, don't, don't whine about it. That's literally what it was. They were like, we don't have time. And then the old man's like, I was born. Please, this somebody kill me. <laughs> so. Then they find the grail. Yeah. And somebody chose poorly. Yeah, so th- there's a lot of cups. It's not just the one grail. Which, which, and you which, have what, to pick a cup. Who, who, what statistic, or not statistic, but sadistic uh, uh, piece of shit who was just like, oh, I'm going to have fun with people's lives and, and torture and just like throw a bunch of like cups like, hey, have fun with it. Here's a here's a fine Waldo or well, where's Waldo? That's, I mean, the same person that invented the entire temple because the whole thing is made. Yeah, I mean, it's a bunch of booby traps. Tra- but if you think about it, it's like the final test because like the so. real grail was like not ostentatious or made out of gold. And go. like all the fake He's ones were made out of gold. Jesus was a carpenter. And so like the people that are like, oh, I'm so greedy. I'm gonna get the gold one like this was obviously the cup of kings of all kings yeah no it wasn't you idiot yeah no he's a he was a carpenter man so the bad nazi guy comes in and they give him the wrong cup to drink out of yeah and then he rapidly ages and turns into a zombie monster let me let me stop you there so so it dies i i think dr schneider her her motives are constantly changing yeah and why because she just wanted the grail yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean, she did I for mean, herself. She, she and, didn't want it for anyone else, and she had no alliance with like yeah. anything else. And she just wanted to screw over this old man. Yeah, no, she just wanted it for herself. She was like a free agent working for herself, mm-hmm. like so. Mm-hmm. That's why she kept flipping sides. Yeah. Um. So, so she was the one that served him his last drink, yes. if you will, and then he died. And then the old man was like, "Kill me," and they were like, "No." And he was like, well, you can't take the cup out or you'll die. And yep. they were like, okay. And then Dr. Schneider wasn't listening. 
and was like, I'm leaving anyway. And then the whole temple starts collapsing. Yeah. And that's pretty much the end of the movie. And Oh, but they escape the temple. And they cure uh, Sean Connery. Right. Sean Connery's fine at the end. So At the very end. Yep. So that's that. Okay. So moving into reviews. I don't know how much we need to review because we kind of just did that. We didn't do our normal thing where I give the synopsis. We kind of synopsized and reviewed at the same time. Simultaneous synopsis. We sim. How do you mix that word together? You can't. It's impossible. It's an unspeakable word. John Williams did the score. (laughs) Yeah, he did. It's good. Damn right. That's Steven Spielberg directed it. It was a B movie. It was good. George Lucas George produced Lucas it. produced it. It Came was up good. With the story. Yeah, I mean, the only thing is, like, I didn't realize how cheesy this movie was. Oh, it's cheesy. Is yeah, that... but it's like in an enjoyable way. You it, know, it like it's like enjoyably th- cheesy. I so. think I think three times I said to you, "This is a B movie." Yeah, I know. And you need to set your expectations. There was a and, lot and, of it's a B movie. <laughs> a lot of times where I kept turning to you, and going, "Come on!" I know, right? That yeah. wouldn't happen. So, um, you know, it just was. But enjoyably cheesy. Good, like I, good. I really did enjoy it. So it was... no, it's it's. I mean, it was very low budget. I mean, uh, you know, Spielberg did this, and that that's where I feel like he got himself in trouble with the Crystal Skull. Mm-hmm. Is that he was just like, okay, well, I've made these movies kind of cheesy and funny because there's there's good. a comedic element, you yeah. know, behind it, and and no. The audience um, have grown up and matured um, as just a general, like, worldwide audience that, like, we're not going to, like, really uh, get, get that anymore, especially mm-hmm. with how he interprets But he didn't, now. yeah, he didn't do it the same way, though. He yeah. didn't, but it was still kind of cheesy and still yeah. kind of stupid. But in the bad way, you know, not in, in the good in way. In a very, very, very bad way. And, yeah. And, and, and then it didn't help that you just had just, uh, it was just, mm. I mean, obviously he was getting paid big money for that. Love and that. I mean, it's just kind of like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do this, you know, for the money. But now, now that Disney owns Lucasfilms, they don't just own Star Wars. They now own Indiana Jones. So I think Disney will kind of put the uh, red hot iron in uh, Spielberg's side and say, hey, let's not make this uh, crap. Do you think uh, they're going to do another one? Well, they are. Oh, they are? They are. Oh, I didn't yeah, know no, that. no, no, no. It's. it's Ew. I, Said you knew the movie. 2020. 2020, they're making another one. I didn't realize uh, that. That's I cool. I know. You don't listen to me. It's cool. No, I don't think you said that. Oh, okay. Well. Anyway. Well, in I that... Think I did say that. <laughs> Shall we move on to our ratings then? Yeah. Holy grails. How many holy grails? <laughs> okay. Holy yeah? grails. Um, or snakes? I, I, snakes I, weren't really in this one. Well, I mean, but it is a reoccurring... In the beginning. It is a reoccurring theme. What else? Hmm. Let's do snakes. Yeah? Okay. Okay. Snakes it is. How many snakes? I would give this movie a solid eight snakes out of ten because I enjoyed the camp. The camp? Yeah, like campiness. Like it was very campy. Mm -hmm. It is is a B movie. And I liked that. Yes, I would probably give it an 8.5. All right then. It is around that same rating. Cool. But I like it. It's Indiana Jones. Yeah. It's a classic. Very, very pop culture. I mean, it's, it's it's next to Star Wars. I'm glad I finally saw it. Star Wars is better, though. Yes, it is. I would, you. I would say that, though. Thank you. But otherwise. Cool. All right. Well, I guess that's it for us, then. I think so. That's been our show. Too, yeah. Um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for the Scavengers Network having us on the network. Thank you so much for listening. If you like our show, why don't you go ahead and tell a friend? 
Yeah. That would be really cool. Yeah, please do. We would appreciate it. Um, and I think that's it from us. I have been your host, Morgan Spatola. I've been your co-host, Thomas Jernigan. Thank you so much for listening. That's a wrap. <laughs>